0: How much time? Till we're on?
1: on. Ron! What? We're on the air right now.
0: Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight.
2: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. You
3: play this music when I'm not here. I gotta say, Daddy Vass plays some of the worst music you've ever heard. He plays his retro Hi guys, sort oh, of millennial, millennial stuff. And I gotta say, the listeners, they'll tee off in a sec. They give it to him. Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, it's taking what he's doing by doing that, he's just he's getting wants attention on himself. I think it's
3: Rooster Muzz. Rooster Muzz, he he went off the grid I think it was last night and a couple of times last week. Because he, he's given Daddy Vass a list of songs mm. that he should be playing. Mm. And Daddy Vass won't play them. Yeah. We'd, we'll, do you know, do you know um, I said to Daddy Vass once, I said, oh, I've got to get some cold chisel. Mm. he said, is that a drink? <laughs> like, honestly.
4: Welcome to the show, by the way, everyone. What are we dealing with? Uh, millennials. Mm. The music, their, their music choice is appalling. Yeah, absolutely appalling. Actually, my girls woke up today and they, so they said, Taylor Swift's in Japan,
3: today. I good radio? I'm not. Do you know S- you can get odds on her to miss, to miss? She won't miss the it. Super Bowl. You can get odds on her that she that she will break up with Travis Kelsey on Super Bowl day. No, that won't happen. 101. No, because she want her face <laughs> shown hundred million times. I like so. it. she's a good kid. Mate, actually,
4: you know what? We take the P155 because... No, you do. Otherwise, it's uncool. But she's actually not a bad role model, apart from the amount of partners she's had. She's a very good role model. whoa. Well, she's had a few. Mate, she made a whole album about them.
3: Yeah. I hate to break up with her.
4: I know. Mm. Matt, what song would she write about you if you broke broke up about you? There's something about short... uh, Short? Yeah. Mm. Tackle would be in there, wouldn't it? (laughs) No. Somewhere, uh, can we get on with the show? By
5: the way, uh, awesome. welcome
4: to it. Sports Day, uh, Wednesday night edition. Scotty Sattler, uh, well, known as
5: the he's such a big hunk of spunk.
4: That's how he wants us to play every time we introduce him on the show. It's in his contract, written in last week. Mm. Uh, hello to our listeners all around Australia and New Zealand via the Super Radio Network, SCN Network as well. 1170 in Sydney, SCNQ 693 AM. In Brizzy. SEN track listeners throughout New South Wales and Queensland. Fanatic on the app. And as I said, all our listeners through SENZ. Um, did I, by the way, uh, I'm Jason Matthews, Scotty Sattler, the big hunk of spunk sitting opposite me right now. Thanks to our mates at Kia and also Nutrient Ag Solutions going further for Australian par- uh, farmers. Great to have you on board. This is your show. Get involved anytime. Tell us what you're up to as well. Um, How are you in- going with maps? I'll get to that in a sec. Oh, four, five, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. Oh, sorry. Are you asking the listeners,
3: or me? Everyone. Everyone's involved in all our conversations.
4: Uh, New Zealand. Do Do you have our version of maths, or do you have your own version of loose kiwis chasing each other, <laughs> partner swapping? What about that? What about that kickboxer last night, who talked about getting revenge on his partner
5: oh, by yeah, sleeping that's with her
4: friend friend in front of? He's
3: misses, And yeah. she said yes. It's a bit loose. What's going on in this world? Mm-hmm. There's a girl called Lauren who's, she's a little bit crazy. Yeah, she's cray-cray. I, she's married to Jonathan. Well, yeah. don't
4: say, you can't say a woman's cray-cray. You,
3: you, no, you, I can't. Because if it's a guy, I'd say the same thing. But yeah, she's, we, I keep using the, the word, off the phrase off the bit. She's off the bit.
4: She's off the bit. Yeah. In what,
3: what, when, My when, favorite's Cassandra and Tristan.
4: I, see, I don't know their names. I just know their faces. Which one are they?
3: Uh, Cassandra's the short I'm the, sorry the about short guys. By the way. She's from Uganda.
4: Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's a awesome. wonderful person. Mm.
3: And what about Beck? She's awesome, too. That's Andrea. Oh, not Andrea. What's her name? Lucinda. Oh, that's
4: Lucinda. Yeah, that's your wife, Beck. Yeah, she's growing on me a little bit, the Byron Bay girl. You miss those. <laughs> she's great, though. Well, yeah. I just, yeah, I just, oh, I just love
5: her. She's such a big hunk of spunk.
4: That's her. Um, oh, by the way, you can call anytime too, one 1170 Get us on socials. Geez, isn't the rat blowing up the socials this week about his state of origin? So I'll only get to that in a moment because mm. I just feel that New South Wales, and this show goes into New South Wales and Queensland, if you are listening for the first time. And I just don't feel like New South Wales has been represented. Uh, in my absence, with all this rubbish about Ponga, but I'm going to get to that in a moment. And I do have some concerns. I spoke to you about him on the phone today about, about his, New South Wales. About New South Wales. You
3: do have some major concerns,
4: yeah. It was small. TikTok, Sportsday SCN, Instagram, SENQ, and X, Day NSW. Tonight's show, by the way, the number one cricket journalist and leading sports journalist in Brisbane, well, all over Australia. You see him on the back page. You read his columns uh, in print and also online. Crash Craddock, Robert Crash Craddock will be joining us. Well, that what happened yesterday, and I'm, you and Rat talked about it last night, but that was a debacle, that cricket, yesterday um,
3: at Marnica Oval. No, it wasn't. It's an Australian domination, Australia domination. No, but... That's what you want to see. You want to see your team. So, again, I'll use the example. If you're an AFL, a rugby fan, a rugby league fan, if your team dominates the other team, you celebrate it. You don't say, oh... The opposition, no. you yeah, know, they're no good. And Sats. you can look for holes in the in the game. It's an Australian Scott, domination.
4: Scott, you can't tell me that you don't want to see a contest that Australia eventually comes out on top. Mm. No, don't. I'm I'm asking you a question. What? Don't look away. Yeah. But seriously, you want to see some sort of contest? You want to see it go down to the wire? Do in, I? You what?
3: Well, you don't you want do to watch sometimes, your, but. I want my team that I'm following to to win a game to completely dominate the opposition
4: to win a game in 6.5 overs. You want to see that? Well, what about the fans who played one? What about all those hardworking public servants in Canberra
3: (laughs) who took, They had to go around all those roundabouts to get to Manuka (laughs) Oval?
4: That's right. They had to use up one of their sickies (sighs) to go to that game yesterday. Exactly. Think of them. Mm -hmm. Think of the children, for God's sake. (laughs) However, Statsy from Freshwood? I've got no idea what he's text here. If Taylor Swift breaks up with Travis Kelsey, her next album should be called Maybe It's Me. I, do you get that? I yeah, don't get well, that.
3: She's had a lot of breakups, so instead of blaming other people, maybe she needs to look in the mirror. That's what Statsy's saying. I
4: don't reckon she'll break up with Travis Kelsey.
3: Well and made get, her famous.
4: <laughs> oh, I hope my kids are listening. Oh, they're not. Who am I kidding? Um, I tell you what, I reckon he's a fair income chance to come out to Australia with her. So she'll leave Japan and go to the Super Bowl Monday. Mm-hmm. Their first concert, which my kids are going to, is in Melbourne Friday night.
3: You don't reckon if they win the Super Bowl, he will be with his mates? Do you reckon he'll drop his mates? He's going to do a Michael Clark. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the new Michael Clark. Before they go through the victory song, he says, I've got to go. I've got to go meet Lara. You know? no, well, no, he's going to say Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Tay Tay. Mm. I mean, Tay-Tay are
4: off to Australia yep. on the private jet. Yep.
3: Won't be happening.
4: You don't know, reckon? sha not be happening. But they won't. We'll win, will they? 49 is a yeah, favourites, nah. aren't they? They'll win. They just don't know how to lose. I know we're jumping around here, but they just don't know how to lose hmm. the Chiefs, do they? Yeah. Uh So, crashes on the show tonight. Um, I'm not On the run sheet here, it says I've got to
3: hook Glenn. I'm not hooking No, that. No, the reason why you've got to hook Glenn, because he rang up last night. It was his worst call last night. He had his best last week. What? It was his what? worst call last night. How's that possible? I don't know. It was, it was. He's. I don't know. It was just. It wasn't true, Glenn. You know. He. Hang ba- on, Is it pension day today? Basically, Daddy Vass hit the button within twelve seconds. So we've asked him. We've given him a project. Daddy Vass has said, "We want you to come up with news around Newcastle. Oh, so, so read what? the Newcastle Herald, and." Give us a little bit of an update Listen to 2 during the day. Novakastrian land?
4: Well, it's got Novakastrian here.
3: Yeah. Is that a new? Well, he's been on tour a little day. So. <laughs>
4: yeah. um, Simon Orchard joins us too. Racing New South Wales. Greyhound Racing New South Wales. Uh, what is uh, coming up what? today as well? If you got one for us? Oh, 0457 736 seven, um, uh, I mean, Rat's comments out throughout the week with Carl and Ponga playing 13. If you missed it? You're just tuning in. Now we,
3: can I just say? What? He did say Him playing 13, but what he actually meant was him coming off the bench and playing like a roving box yeah. role. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so not yeah, okay. wearing jersey number 13. Uh, okay, well, here it is. I think Bruce Walsh attacks to the right side way better than the left, mm-hmm. and Caelan Ponga is the opposite. Could you imagine having Caelan Ponga wearing the 13 jersey and just having them both sitting out the back? What? On both sides. I, I never thought of the 13.
4: I always thought he'd handle it. It goes on, and then he just you two both bag New South Wales and go, what hope a New South Wales got? So I'm, I'm paraphrasing. but at the along end of it, moment,
3: he says, I'm concerned for New South Wales, as,
4: as you are. Well, and you're a New South Wales I, man. I just want to – no, no, but it's got nothing to do with Cale Ponga. Payne Haas, as soon as he sees Ponga, whether he comes off the bench or starts in mm. the 13, he's going to make a beeline and he's going to knock his bicycle helmet off his head. He's going to rip his head off his neck and he's going to stick it on the corner post. And go, try it again, buddy. Mm. Well, he can't. He won't have a head. Yep. Mate, those New South Wales forwards will smash him.
3: Yeah, but you and said I'll before. i run at him all night. you said before the show you're very concerned about New South Wales. I'm
4: con- I've got a couple of areas where I'm concerned about. And, and this is
3: mainly based around predicting 2024. You feel as though that a majority of the Queensland teams will mm. feature in the top eight?
4: I did want to address that Ponga thing, though. you okay. will get killed. If he's hanging around on the edge, mm. around those forwards...
3: Daddy Vass just said in my ears, he said, Payne Haas has never done anything at origin level.
4: Wow. wow. Can we can we get Payne Haas on mm. and we get Daddy to re- like yeah. say that to him? And he's a Broncos supporter. I oh, know. But don't derail here. Yep. If, if Payne Haas doesn't belt the crap out of Ponga, which he will, he'll make it his mission, the gorgeous Cam Murray <laughs> will cut him in half. So go for it with Ponga. He'll yep. be killed. And his defence... Well, they'll just run through him, right?
3: No, they won't. I mean, he's not bad, he puts his body in front of him. He's I not what, a bad defender. I'll
4: tell you what I'm worried about. Yep. I'll tell you what I'm worried about. I, mm. just, I was listening to Andrew McCulloch this morning with Patton Hills, and I've been reading a few things. I, I'm, I'm really concerned, and I don't know what the listeners think about this, is I think the Queensland NRL teams this year are going to have a good year. I think, um, and you and I agree on this, I think the Cowboys –
3: a I prob- think the Cowboys will be the biggest imp- – based purely Possibly on last year top alone, four. I possibly top four. The biggest improvers, yeah.
4: Right. The Broncos will be in the finals. They'll probably be top six, anywhere between yep. one and six. I agree. I just got concerns around Reynolds and whether his hammies and his and back can hold up, but that's a brilliant team. They've mm-hmm. got lost a couple of big ones. The Dolphins will improve with their recruiting. They yeah. still don't have the depth, right? True. But they've got some good quality there. They'll finish around the 8, so they'll be around 9 or 10. And and I think the Titans under Desi, they'll shock a few players.
3: So you're saying on the back of that, that means...
4: There's going to be a lot of informed Queensland players going in origin. Okay. And we know, we know whenever Queensland clubs are going well, Queensland goes well. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely true. and That he, makes me nervous. Yeah, I,
3: I've got to say, I think Michael McGuire's appointment's a very good one. I want to ask the listeners, because you're very concerned about... If you had to pick the Origin team and everyone was fit and everyone was playing well, who's your six and who's your nine for New South Wales? I want to ask, ask the listeners that. Well, yeah. yeah, oh, and So and for that, you right now, if you're a selector, so, yeah. who's your six right now? Well, we
4: haven't even started the season. But Jack
3: Whiten's made himself available. It looks like he's going to make himself available for Origin again, whether he where, plays that where, utility but, role. But where does he go? Probably utility, but – but
4: uh, but you're not going to kick best out of the centres either, are you? So I know you've got to find room for Latrell, Tommy.
3: Okay, so now we're talking six and nine. Six. Well, sitting right now,
4: mm. it's Cody Walker.
3: Okay, yeah. Nine,
4: I don't know. I'd I'd go. Who, who's the young hooker for the Sharks? Brayley. I'd give Brayley a crack. Blake Brayley. I really would. Uh, I'm not overly sold on Appy, and I think. Cook, unless Cook's had an amazing off season, and I mean, if we if we have this discussion in ten weeks' time,
3: he's quick on sand.
4: <laughs> he was a beach sprinter. Yeah, Cook, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah.
4: I, I don't, I'd I'd throw the keys to Brayley.
3: Okay.
4: And I know Rat's a massive rap on him.
3: And Reese Robson played game through and was very good in yeah, his debut.
4: Yeah. but I, I don't know. I like Braley. I really do. I, I don't know. What do our listeners think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I don't think. And I respect what you and Rat were talking about. I don't think that's the concern for New South Wales. And I'm also a new coach. Will it will will it take Madge a year, an Origin series to to warm up?
3: It didn't for Fatty or Billy. I know. Yeah.
4: I know. But if it, it Queensland are different. Queensland just they they're, they're like the Kansas City Chiefs. When you don't expect them to win, they just win. Mm. Queensland just know how to win. And New South Wales supporters know what I'm saying here. You think we've got the wood on them, and all of a sudden they just find a way to win. And that's something that we've never had. But they're the things I'm worried about. I think we're going to have some very good Queensland
3: teams in the NRL. So Brisbane Eel says, uh, Woogie, the Queensland teams don't only have Queensland origin players in their side. Yes, size. I know that. Of course, yeah, you've got Easy Collins and whatever it may be, and, and Munster and Harry yeah. Grant. But you're right. those Some of those key positions, like your, your Reese Walsh and your... Um, your Pat Carrigans and, you know, they are Broncos players. And then you've got your David Fafitas and your Tinos who are Gold Coast players. It's and the team almost picks
4: itself, right?
3: Tommy and who will come into calculation if there's an injury, right. whatever it may be. That's yeah. right. So
4: the, but the Queensland team's almost picked. Your, your only hard decision is what are you going to do with Ponga and Reese Walsh? That's your, that's your tough decision, right? True, yeah. New South Wales, we're sitting here talking about who plays in that six. Um, Do you start Murray? Do you bring yeah, him that, off the bench? Oh, don't start me on that. <laughs> Seriously.
3: Yeah. Seriously. I, mean, I it, mean, the number nine is, I think it's the top two most important position on the field. Everything starts at the dummy half, and they've got to be one of your best defenders all the time. You know, they're making the most amount of, they're doing the most amount of work in the game. And it, you just can't get that position wrong. You can't, everything feeds off. The number nine, both defensively, and also uh, in attacks, like you know, dropping a pebble in the mm. in the water, everything everything uh, ripple effects out of that. So you got to get that number nine right. And I think New South Wales at this stage they just they've got a lot of contenders, but there's no one that's really saying that's going to be my position, and it's going to be my position for the next four, five, six years. Yeah. Mm. Um. And and
4: look, I, I've got to tell you, who is it? Has sent a text here. It Doesn't matter who New South Wales pick. Queensland will do them in, no matter who. Just a bunch of battlers getting the job done. That's from seven nine eight, and and I agree, I totally. And they're, they're the things I'm nervous about. Like you, you can't guarantee me who's going to be in that New South Wales team. Hmm. You, you know, does Bradman best get another crack in the centres? He was outstanding, but we still don't know. Hmm. Fully fit, and I'll say this, and I'm not, I'm not slamming Queensland. Fully fit, New South Wales have a better team.
3: On paper, absolutely, yeah. yeah in, 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 a, in a lot of areas, some of the strike areas they do, absolutely. It's
4: not often we see Luttrell, Tommy, Payne Haas all on the same team. Yep. And does Teddy go around again? That's the other big question. Is Teddy getting a bit old in the tooth? Great player, great captain, but does he go around again or does he step aside for a Luttrell or a Tommy to play at fullback? mm you know. Anyway, what do you think? 0457 736, 736 uh one 1170 Or if you're in New Zealand you care about origin, double eight double three is our text. Howard from Marrickville.
5: How are you, mate? How hey, you good, thanks yourself. Enjoying the show as always.
3: Thanks, Howard.
5: But um I got I gotta I gotta say, is this the pot calling the kettle black or what? I mean, I do not I don't I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but one, one minute you're bagging her out and the next minute you're talking about Married at First Sight. I, I don't know which it worth. <laughs> no, see,
3: I'm not bagging Taylor because I'm, I'm a fan of Taylor. She's yeah. a good kid. I like her. She's worth $2 billion. Yeah, that's but, right. Um, There's a lot to like. But Married at First Sight, that's, that's in my top three shows of the year, Harry. Right. Let me ask you this, Howard. Have you got a
4: TV yeah. show that you like that you don't admit to anyone else? There's,
3: everyone's got one. You've got to have
5: one. Um, Look, I'm 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 sure there is. I, I just gotta. You just don't uh, it. Um, I'm just trying to. I don't know. Look, my my, my wife watches all, all those shows, so I've seen them all, and uh, I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure there is. I've got a, everyone's got a guilty pleasure, like you said. But it's okay that you li- line, It's okay oh, that you oh, like God, Love
3: Island. That,
4: that's <laughs> all right. Howie. I love Love Island. I like Love Island too. Just
5: love Island. I, I, like I said, my my wife watches all these ones. The one she's been watching lately is is uh, they they are uh, they're, they're nude when they um what? get to meet each other and
3: <laughs> naked and afraid. Is That's that what
4: a... <laughs> it's called?
5: What? Mate, that, that's that's just. That, I just want to. I just want to <laughs> find something sharp and and oh, stab yeah. oh,
4: I couldn't do that show. I I can't for like, obvious reasons. So,
3: listen, we're we, like a witchity grub. <laughs> like it could be the middle of summer. I go, it's cold.
4: I'm nervous. I, I was in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Howard. Thanks for your call, I'm, mate. I'm pretty. <laughs> no, sorry. Go ahead. Eyes. No, thanks. you were gonna say. You were gonna say.
5: I was just going to say, I think they all stand in front of the lights before they're, before their scenes on to get nice and warm. Yeah, I got <laughs> you. That's what I'd be doing for sure.
4: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, mate. Thanks, Harry. Thanks for listening, buddy. Thanks, Cheers. Right, have, have a good man. one, Thanks, Thanks, Howard from Merrickville. There, got to go to a break. That's so with so much to talk. We didn't even get to talk about Luttrell yeah. wanting to quit the game. Uh, we haven't talked about Melbourne Storm named Harry Grant as their skipper. Ricky
3: Ponting's coaching. Well on the back on the back of what we're talking about Origin. We've got a lot of text coming through which is great. Thanks for the interaction. We'll get on to a chat about Latrell and, and where his head's at and whether that means he makes himself available for Origin. So, he looks
4: good. I saw a video today. He looks amazing. He looks ama- He looks very fit. He's got some guns on him too. Mm. So he was carrying weight, so that kind of helps. Hey, got to go to a break. Uh, Robert Crash Craddock joins us next. We're going to talk a little bit of cricket. We also might get his views on the Queensland Rugby League teams as well. He's across all sports, so we'll do that next. This is Sports Day.
2: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Smith punches this through the covers. I'll get two here. And they'll win the series 3-0. The summer of domination from Australia continues. And the West Indies... Haven't fired a shot.
4: Australia win by eight wickets. What a performance by the home side. Now, Sats, I know you disagree with me about this off the top of the show. Australia winning that ODI yesterday inside 6.5 overs mm. is bad for cricket, in my opinion. I just, I want to see a contest. I want it to go home. I want to see total
3: domination by the team that I support, which is Australia. Good on them. When people are saying, how good was it seeing the West Indies win the second test? No.
4: No, it's it's not good. It's not good for the game of cricket. It's it's uh, cricket it's will an, survive. It's no, it won't. Cricket will survive. ODI will cricket. It's all right. It, won't, it, it was embarrassing last night. The man. I want to get this man's opinion. He's the smartest cricket journo, or even sports journo, in the Boat country. his
3: fingernails, but does he? Yeah. We can't
4: have that. Robert Crash Craddock mm. from the Courier Mail joining us. a Crash.
1: Lovely to talk to you guys. Yeah, I, I was biting my fingernails as you were speaking there, So <laughs> You're right, mate. <laughs> We've
3: yeah. both, both got a bad habit. Mate,
4: was that bad for cricket la- yesterday, Crash, what we witnessed?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, sure, there was a, a lovely little late counterpunch from Jake Fraser McGurk, which gave us plenty to talk about and was good fun. But to see a team beaten in a handful of overs like that and just that that the way they were beaten with, with one of their batsmen sort of failing to, to review an LBW after mm. blatantly hit the ball and just poor fielding, horrendous runouts, just a comedy of errors. Like, they're just... And that's what worries me about the West Indies is <laughs> I still can't believe they won that last test at the Gabba. Stunning, wasn't it? But either but in, in so many forms of the game now, they're cricket smarts, which they used to be so good at, you know? A lot of them played English County cricket, guys like Michael Holding. Joel Garner, Malcolm Marshall, they were educated over there. They're, they just haven't got that. Raw ability. yes. Cricket smarts, a lot of them know.
3: Now, still the two T20s that come starting Friday crash, but how will West Indies Cricket grade this tool? When they go home, they do a review, will they still rate this highly successful, purely based on that second test victory, do you think?
1: I, I think they, they, they will... Uh, sats because that victory will stand in in history as perhaps the greatest upset in the history of the game. you think of it, Queensland lost one test, Australia lost one test at the Gabba since 1986 and they beat a full strength Australian side. It was, they're the moments that matter, not little 50 over or 20 over series and um, I, I was, you know, sort of thrilled to see a result like that where they worked for it. It wasn't a fluke. You know, they, they they stood shoulder to shoulder, eye to eye with Australia for for four days, and it was, was terrific. So they, we'll not rescue Test Creek in the Caribbean. It will never be what mm. it was. It will always be a diminished product, but at least they'll be able to hold their ground. And they've got, you know, a hero in Shannari, Joseph, and, and j- just, uh, you know, Joseph, I should say, and just because you've got to have someone who could put the poster on the wall for the kids and they haven't had that for 15 20 years
3: yeah if the money was evenly distributed especially to the minnows around the world yeah the, the major teams dominate a lot of that a lot of that distribution around funds could you see the game growing there again if if they were to get uh more revenue and and more money and which brings greater resources and coaching
1: no i no, I, I don't because i think all that, and, and you've still got 2020 franchise cricket, which is such an easier option for them. And, you know, in tours I made to the Caribbean, just as a journalist, I saw it change uh, from being the game that you always saw played on the beach and in the streets to it sort of vanished, really. I'm, the last tour I went there, I just couldn't see much evidence of cricket at all. And there was a lot of satellite dishes, and people were watching the NBA basketball. Mm. And you could feel that the cricket was subsiding. And, and I look back now, Sats, and the West Indies were unbeaten from 1980 to 1995. <laughs> you think of that, 15 years unbeaten as a test team, a, a t- in a test series. And I was there the day they the, the, the dynasty fell. It was Steve, uh, Mark Taylor's team beat them in Jamaica and the Frank Wilde Trophy changed hands. And I uh, always remember... I walked past the West Indies dressing room and had no right whatsoever to stick my head in, but I couldn't help it. And I just opened the door and looked in, and I saw Curtly Ambrose. And he had his head in his hands, and he was a broken man. I mean, he's the proudest cricketer I've ever seen. And I just remember thinking, this from this point, West Indies cricket will never be what it was, and it never has been. Wow. And, and I, we haven't toured there for nine years, and because we're very good at snubbing teams when they fall from grace, Australia.
4: <laughs> yeah, we. Certainly are. Crash, um, let, let's talk about some positives, though. Fraser McGurk, that knock yesterday. Josh Inglis uh, as well and Xavier Bartlett. Absolute standouts in what has been dubbed a bit of an Australia B team.
1: Yeah, he, he uh, Fraser McGurk's interesting. He's a absolute powder keg of a hitter. And what young kids are very aware of these days is you put two or three absolutely dynamic innings like that together, and it was a, we, you know, sort of it was in a you know, small total and all that. Suddenly, you get, that couldn't make you for life. Like you mm. can get a T Twenty franchise interested in you, can get a million dollar contract for two years, and guess what? On the back of fifty balls of mayhem, you've set yourself up. Players are very aware of that now. They, they really are. He went out there swinging from the rafters from the first mm. ball. Um, he's a good player uh, and he has this incredible ability to time the ball and look well balanced and hit it a long way, but he's still lacking second and third years in his batting. You know that word fibre, fibre mm. in your batting? Yeah, sure. he can. Batting at international level is not just about hitting the ball from Brisbane to the Gold Coast. It, it's David Warner, as great as he was as a power hitter, he spent most of his career in second and third gear. Just, 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 you know, and that's where you have to be. You have to have a good defence. He's not there yet, Fraser McGurk. His batting average in first-class cricket is, is 22 from 13 games. So he's got a lot to learn, but a very interesting player.
4: And I thought um, the Gold Coast Xavier Bartlett was just absolutely outstanding. Carrying on his form from from the Big Bash. Crash, answer me this. You are the smartest bloke in cricket journalism. I, and, and I just can't work out why this is still happening. But why is Steve Smith still playing white ball cricket? Shouldn't he just be saved now for test matches? And with all this talent coming through, shouldn't he and and the likes of Dave Warner just be stepping aside? We've got plenty of replacements.
1: Yeah, it's a really good point. It just comes down to his basic love and passion for the game. And at all levels, like... You know, I've been on tour this year. I hadn't toured for a few years, but you you see him and Marnus having breakfast together, (laughs) talking cricket, talking grips, talking batting techniques. I went to a session, where was it? In One of the last tests where it was absolutely stinking hot and one batsman turned up and it was Steve Smith and he was sweltering around in the nets. And it's just his natural habitat now, Jason, where he just loves being in the dressing room for any reason. And I, I think he'll be a guy that when he gives away cricket for a few years, he, he'll find this immense hole in his life. You know, like, you know, I look, I was captaining Australia. I look back the other day at some of the professions that Australian captains had had, Richie Benno, the crime reporter, <laughs> Ray Linwell was a florist, Phil Brown, sports store operator in Brisbane. Um, you know, Mark Taylor, qualified surveyor. But these days, blokes are just cricket professionals. And I think it, 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 you know, they get the job done, but they probably don't quite have the worldliness of some of our former leaders who had knocked around a bit in life, you know.
4: Yeah.
3: Hey, Crash, before we let you go, we've got a, one of the listeners, Marcus, said, please ask Crash if the West Indian cricketer Fabian Allen getting mugged at gunpoint outside a South African team hotel playing T20 tournament, is a concern for players to go there?
1: Yeah, look, um, it's a fair question. And I know security in South Africa is always an issue. And, you know, there's certain areas, particularly in Johannesburg, uh, where you just don't go after dark. But, But they've been told about that, the players that go over there for the T20 competition. And they uh, somehow, you know, it's always a risk. It, it is a fair question, and, and I know that a mate of mine covering the tournament has said that he's surprised there hasn't been more incidents because he said players just drift into areas of town with their nightclubs, and and they're they're very South Africa after dark is a very intimidating, dangerous place. Mm.
4: All right, Crash. We've got a an ODI, not an ODI. We've got a T20 game. Look forward to Friday. Um, Let's hope we get to 20 overs in the Mm. entire match uh, on Friday and catch all the action (laughs) live on SCN. Mate, as always, we know you're busy and we appreciate your time on Sports Day.
1: No, it's a pleasure. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Xavier Bartlett. He's a good story. And isn't it a joy to see a young Queensland player come in totally at peace with his game and just producing his Absolute best work on the international stage. Like to to hear the commentators from all the station just say, Wow, this kid is special. So that was a joy and uh, he's in for a nice career. Thanks for having us, guys. Thanks, Crash. Uh,
4: there he goes, Crash. Did he Cratic. move the
3: ball? It oh, was,
4: was outstanding. Mm. Um TSS boy, of course. Yep. Um, and I think he played for Broadbeach as well. You can't have everything. Was like, no, mate, no, it was Surface. I think he played for Surface Paradise at club level. You should have had him at Queen's. Hey, Greg from Everton Hills went to an ODI game in the 70s where Australia were bowled out by South Africa, under 50. Cricket is still alive now. Yeah, good point, Greg. Mm. All right, break time. We'll get to your text next. This is Sports Day. Epic has arrived.
2: The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day.
3: So we had this on yesterday. Yeah. Great dragon, obviously great Kiwi band, but Tangy Day. Yeah. Oh, is that
4: what? Yeah, was yeah. In there? I like it. It's a great song. Mm. Hey, uh, mate, just uh, welcome back to the show. This is Sports Day, by the way, with uh, Sats and Jace here tonight.
5: He's such a big hunk of spunk.
4: Uh, by the way, you can win weekly prizes and a major prize of an NRL Grand Final experience thanks to the brand hot water. To so the brand new hot water that comes on steady, hot and strong. Ream. Of course, visit nrltipping.scn.com.au. Get into your t- Are we doing tipping again as a team here? I think so. We'll yeah, that. we may as well. Hey, what about the stuff around today about Larell, uh, Larell, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that didn't come out, right. Latrell wanting to, um, well, was us think about quitting the game last
6: year. I just think for mentally it was definitely draining and just, yeah, just getting to a point where rugby league wasn't enjoyable and I just try and not fake being me, you know, from day to day and I just felt like I was doing that at times.
5: Did you ever think maybe I need a break?
6: Yeah, I don't know, it's just a conversation I had to have with my family and see where I was at in life and... If I could potentially, you know, I guess, keep doing this or is it fun anymore? And uh, can I keep putting up with you know, people, media? Yeah, I think it's time to grit the teeth and just have a crack you now. And nah, look, honestly, I just want to just do my part at fullback and show everyone that I'm the best fullback in the game and, and then go from there.
3: Do you know, it's interesting what he's saying about oh, I'm thinking about you know, can I really do this? Can I really put up with the attention? And some people love the attention and it actually makes them perform, and when he's on. And he likes to play that villain to the crowd. That's when Luttrell's at his best, when he's mm. playing the villain. It's what obviously motivates him. Some really struggle with it. Some like to go into hibernation anytime they can. I've got to say with Luttrell, uh, and you've heard this from me before, listeners, about being obsessed. If you want to be good at anything, and if you want to be the best at anything, you've got to be obsessed with what is your primary goal. And if Rugby League is his primary goal, he's got to be obsessed with it. Now, yeah, there's your family and your friends. That's one area of your life that you, mm. that you address. And then you've got what people call your third place, something that's just yours. And for Luttrell, it's going out to his farm at Taree and where he goes fishing the and yeah. doing whatever he has to do. But when he comes back and he's fully focused on his rugby league, that's what it's got to be, his obsession. If if Luttrell is in that obsessed frame frame of mind, that's when he's at his most destructive. That's the player that we saw at the Roosters, winning comps as a young man, dominating origin. Then he went to South and and has been you know, stifled by injury and, and out of form, whatever it may be. But the minute that he gets obsessed with being one of the best players in the game and doing what he needs to do with South Sydney, that's when we're going to see the best of Luttrell. And I think we will see the best of Latrell because he's getting to that mature age now. He's got other responsibilities off the field. It's not just being young and naive and just playing footy because that's what he's good at. Now he's got a responsibility to be a leader. And when Latrell does that and understands that he's at that age now, that the club, whether he likes it or not, the game relies, New South Wales rely on him, South Sydney fans rely on him, the players around him rely on him to be the player that, that ensures that South Sydney are successful this year. If he's in that frame of mind, yep. we'll see the, the the Luttrell that has dominated rugby league for periods of time.
4: Yeah, and look, I hope he's all right. And and I'm sure everybody listening to this hope he, he's okay. We don't want to lose players like that. But there's also, it, there seemed to be a lot of stuff going on at South last year. You know, we had the whole Sam Burgess thing and not well, coaching. And I reckon that I reckon that derailed a lot of the plays. And, and I've got to, as a South supporter, South looked burnt last year. They looked... Dead After at, Origin. Yeah. There
3: was a lot going on. I've got to say, because you are the number one player, you did get dragged into all those conversations that are happening internally. Yeah, right. Internally, or the, yeah. You know, many people say, is there a mutiny going on? And if there is, well, you're the leading player. You're the one that gets dragged into it. You're the one that the media wants to ask all the questions to. But what I have heard is that since Jack Whiten has gone to South Sydney, he's been a really good level for guys like Cody and Latrell. He it keeps them balanced for more reports. That's good. And that can only be good. And Cause I think Jack Whiten's going into the competition as one of the, probably the most focused players. What I mean that is he's going to be the one that's going to have the spotlight on him because he's one of the biggest off season signings. you would have
4: to be the biggest, right?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So um, I've heard that he's really kept Latrell and Cody very, very balanced, kept them in a really good space. Mm. Hence why there's a, there's great harmony at the club at the moment. So, you know I, I hope we see latrell back in that, that frame of mind where he is just he wants to play that you know, he wants to wear the he wants to wear the, the dark hood yeah you know, he mm. wants to play the be the player that the uh, the rest of the competition you know, like to like to match themselves against
4: Thoughts? so 457 736 736 in nz or three hundred oh one eleven
3: seventy. sats we have got a ton of texts yeah
4: we where, have where we do we have. go do we go taylor swift Origin reality T V, what do we do here? Well
3: just because we were just on Lattrell, we got uh one three three, so thanks Latrell for deciding to have a crack this year. Wasn't he paid to do that last year? Well he got injured also, Lattrell, and when he came back he was is out of shape. Canara says if Lattrell plays like the villain champs, then he has to stop them stop playing the victim when he gets the backlash. But does he play like the villain all no, the time? He likes to I think it's what he, I think it's when he plays his best rugby league when it's him versus the world or it's his team that he's playing against the world. I think that's when he plays at his best. And um, But off the field, you, you can be the Jekyll and Hyde. My father made a career of it, mm. being a Jekyll and Hyde. Like, he was tough and uncompromising on the field. A but but different off, era. But off the field, yeah, a true gentleman. And you, can, yeah. you can play both capes.
4: Yeah, okay. According to Latrell, this is from 619, this is a good text. According to Latrell today, look out, lads. I hope he can be the best version of himself. The game would be better for it. Mm. And that's with any of our top line players.
3: Now talking about Origin, Phil and Mudgey says boys, Appy will be the starting hooker for New South Wales. Bailey, uh, Brayley, I should say, to come off the bench. That's how it will be. Will
4: so I- hang on, wait, two hookers?
3: Yeah, a lot of teams are going with two hookers now. I don't. Agree. I, I like one hooker to play eighty, and um, but yeah, you know, a lot of people like that have that. Can Appy play eighty effectively? Yeah, ab- absolutely, yeah. But now you want that one-two punch.
4: You, you're, you're with me. You prefer Cook over Appy, don't you?
3: Um, I think Cook's got a bit of passing game from Dummy Hart. Well, if Murray's
4: there and and Cody Walker's there, you've got to have Cook, right?
3: Yeah. Uh, Kelpie says if New South Wales play footy instead of trying to unsettle Queensland, they win. Look at last game of last year. Great show, boys. Thank you very much.
4: Hey, can I th- – just one more question. We've got to go
3: to break in a sec. Does that mean Luai's not a chance this year of wearing the six? Oh, he'll still be mentioned. He, he'll, abs- he'll be in the – He'll be in the well, – while Nathan Clear is the number seven, Jerome will always be mentioned at the selection table. But
4: I reckon we play better when we don't have that Penrith combination.
3: Yeah, and that may be right, but Luai will still always be mentioned while Nathan is the seven. Oh, of course he servant. would. Yeah. Yep. Does Nathan get the say on that? Uh, I don't know. I I don't know how Madge will operate in that sense. Yeah, I, right. I don't on. know whether he'll liaise with, with those key positions and talk about who they're – you, connections are with.
4: Wouldn't you love to be in that room? That's the oh, yeah. selection table. Well,
3: I, I gotta say, I I think they'll love the guys that have never had anything to do with Madge, I I think they'll love him. I think they'll love his intensity at origin level.
4: Just don't do another doco at the moment, Madge. All right. <laughs> just don't just just let's just get through this year. Let's win the series this year. Sorry, Queenslanders. Break type. This is Sports Day. When we come back, more of your texts. I promise. Epic
2: has arrived,
4: the Kia EV9, a
2: groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day, we'll be back in a moment. We're back. Epic has arrived, the Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with
4: state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Jason Matthews and Scotty Sattler here for your Wednesday night. Uh, just a reminder, too, for those who do listen to SCN, Maddie Matty Johns returns this Friday morning from nine. How good is that? Uh, he'll be joined by Dan and Kemp and Andrew Webster. They're also on the show. Um, so make sure you listen, Maddie Johns with Morning Glory. You know what I love about Maddie Johns and Morning Glory? I love
3: the movie reviews, the album reviews. So Liam Alexander does the yep. movie reviews. Outstanding. Yeah. It's good. I love it. Mm-hmm.
4: Love it. Jack John. Uh,
3: Jack Johns does the the music reviews. Yeah,
4: it's good. Yeah. Matty Johns, Morning Glory, back 9 o'clock uh, this Friday morning uh, for those who listen to SEN around the country. Uh, obviously, listen to 1170 in Sydney or 693 Brisbane or download the SEN app. Sats,
3: ton of text. Is there yeah. any there about maths? Yeah, we've got a few reality ones. Um but also, uh, just on cricket, Simon from Balgani says, just wait until Spencer Johnson announces himself on the international stage. Well, that's one thing we don't like Australia, which is I quality believe, speed bowlers. I yeah. couldn't believe he didn't get picked mm. in the
4: ADI team. Yep. And he is the Cam Murray of Australian cricket.
3: Green. My wife watches, oh, yeah, ju- uh, watches yeah. it as well. I'm too scared to admit it. That's obviously um, naked and afraid. And the sweaty accountant says... Oh, I don't admit it, but I watch queer guy. Was it queer, queer eye? Queer eye for not the straight queer guy, queer guy for a
4: straight guy. Yeah. That's that's a different show. Yeah, No, it's queer eye for the straight guy yeah. where they. He them. said, "But I
3: don't admit it to my wife."
4: Is that the um, is that the accountant I met the other night? Yep.
3: Woogie would be naked and we'd be afraid. Oh, Dirty ca- flamingo says.
4: Oh right, okay. Yeah. And
3: guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure is I'm a celebrity. Hathead says, "Looking forward to sats oh. this year."
4: Oh yeah, you're apparently in it. The man who does love a reality show, Matt Rogers, says he's on his way to jiu-jitsu with Maxi. Let's go. More Sports Day in a moment. Epic has
2: arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports
4: Day. I'm just, I'm having a fight with the.
5: He's such a big hunk of spunk in the
4: studio. I'm He's just. Yelling at me. Oh no! Well, we're just sorry, Holly. Welcome to the second hour of the show. We're just very passionate about. Look, it's February what seven, mm-hmm. and we're already. Already into the state of Origin. I just and it's been brought on by Matt Rogers' comments this week about Ponga playing the role of a thirteen in Origin. I just think, uh, oh, look out, New South Wales! I'll get lost, Rat. Just shut up.
3: When you said he's he's on his way to jiu-jitsu with his son Maxi, who got his blue belt.
4: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah,
3: that's awesome. I hope Maxi puts a guillotine on him, (laughs) breaks his skinny little neck.
4: I want Maxi just to karate chop him across the face.
3: <laughs> no, you don't karate chop. I don't. What do you do? Jiu jitsu.
4: What, what do you have? What's what's a similar move? What's a well, sim- no,
3: there's no striking in Brazilian jiu jitsu. Oh well, what's the point?
4: <laughs> if you can't use that to your advantage at mm-hmm. the pub, what's the point? So what do you do? What is is it like? Yoga? Is it the yoga of martial no, arts? No. Is it?
3: It's about a lot of it. A lot of it. Not all of it. A lot mm-hmm. of it is about. Um, about taking the, the 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 fight to the ground and dominating the ground. You so it's just f-
4: dudes wrestling each other. Choking, f-
3: using your feet, ankle locks. Mm.
4: Sounds a bit mm. welcome to the second hour of the show. If you want to text 0457 736 <laughs> 736. I'm not wrestling on the ground with some dude. Uh if you're in New Zealand, double A double three uh, or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy uh, if you want to give us a call, hey, you can find us too on the socials. There is some pretty good stuff that you and Rad have been up to uh, lately. Sports Day SCN on TikTok, Instagram SCNQ or Sports Day NSW on X. And we're here thanks to our partners, uh, Kia and also Nutrient Ag Solutions. Going further for Australian farmers, find your local branch at nutrient.com.au. Uh, lots of texts.
3: Let's get to them. Yeah, Simon's got a good text here. He says, well, you're dreaming. South's had a tough year. Laughing emojis. You all thought you had it in the bag mid-season. No, we didn't. Jack's a good influence on Luttrell. Laughing face. They're both trouble and I can't wait for a scandal 10 weeks in. South fans, unbelievable. So... But, but no. No, they didn't... They had a tough year, but it was self-inflicted
4: yeah. internally.
3: That was self-inflicted. And I was the one that said Jack's a good influence on Latrell because from what I'm being told internally is that he's been outstanding. there, yeah, he's not... Simon, he's, he's, he says, great show, thank you very much. But Simon... He's not troubled, Jack. He's just a he's a scallywag. Yeah, he,
4: imagine if we had a imagine if we had NRL and we've just and they were just all boring accountants mm. playing all the time. What's wrong
3: with accountants? My son's an accountant.
4: Well, there's my great example. <laughs> has he taken that Penrith tracksuit off yet?
3: No. Nah, sleeps in it. <laughs> sleeps in it. Um we've got a lot of here, we've got a lot here about uh, about Origin. Uh Daddy is bang on has has not fired an origin. Fitzy says. And, and also we've got here, good afternoon, gents. Michael from Logan. I agree with Woogie. Cook is past his best. I like Reese Robson for the New South Hang Wales, on. number
4: nine. Hang on. I don't think I said Cook was past his best. Oh, I, I heard you say I, that. I, I just don't know whether he will get the gear. I, mm. Who was it? Braley from the Sharks.
3: Well, Budster says, I agree with you, Brayley, One of, if not the best defensive nines in the game. I've got to say, Budster, I think he's got one of the best passing games from dummy half as well.
4: And he's he's a throwback to the olden days, isn't he? I mean, you and I are watching the 1982 grand final
3: today. Manly Parramatta, yeah. Yeah,
4: and I, first how of all, how is
3: Brett Kenny not an immortal? Oh,
4: I don't <laughs> start. But what about what about? I just love the kick the kickoff the, the kickoff to start the game. Short kickoff, short kickoff. from Manly. Yep. Just so Sturlo feels the ball, so they can punch the crap out of him. <laughs> Welcome to the 1982 grand final. I and I reckon Braley would thrive in that sort of environment. Yeah, Moses will be
3: six, Fitzy says. How's that possible? Fitzy, you're on the Susie Wongs. Well, you know, I've got to say, he he's put himself into the frame because of the way that he played game three. But as a seven, year.
4: but he played it as a seven. Yeah. And he played alongside a red hot Cody Walker. Mm-hmm. How does that make him the six?
3: Depends how your game plans like. doesn't matter what number you wear on your back sometimes. This is the problem with New South Wales. Well, good Sats. evening, Sats and Woogie. How are your lads here? Yeah, we're going good. Uh, this is Mickey G. Uh, after seeing Madge interview early, I think in, I'm thinking he will dare to be different and change the recipe and selection and not necessarily reward loyalty. I can't see Haas catching KP if he isn't exactly so. I think Haas will be gassing on KP. You're saying he that have, have you seen Payne,
4: Payne Haas smash sorry,
3: have you seen Payne Haas gassing in a game at all? Never. Right. Play for a week if he had to. And Johnny S says, they say New South Wales don't get origin like Queensland. Not so. Reality is, is that a Queenslander is a Queenslander first and Australian second. (laughs) Being a Queenslander is very important to them. New South Wales is Australian Jersey first. Yeah, so. Oh, Oh, what?
4: That's what? Queensland
3: ads often reference Queensland. New South Wales don't. It's a culture thing. Is it a culture thing? Is it? Oh, I don't get into that. We get it. You know what it is? We get it more. I think it's. I think Queensland have been able to be far more stable in their selections. New South even, Wales is chop and change.
4: But even, it was a Bulldog Richie who called it the worst team ever and then everyone else in New South Wales gets the blame for it? <laughs> Thanks, Bulldog. And then, but it's just that, I don't know, I think Queensland have positioned themselves beautifully mm-hmm. as the underdog in every Origin series and they thrive on that little brother versus big brother type situation. Yep. And again, and, and Daniel from Prairie Wood makes a good point in another text. New South Wales have got, it's like they've got so many other players to choose from, that they play people out of positions. They don't know who to pick because, oh, do we pick him, him or him? Just pick the best bloody player. And the suggestion that Moses plays six, that's
3: stupid. He's mm. a gun seven. What do you make of this from Daniel listening on the app? Woogie, I concur with your sentiments regarding New South Wales. That's whilst, what I was just talking about. Whilst it can be seen as a positive by having more players to choose from, it also can be a hindrance. It is. We often pick the wrong player instead of the player in form. So Queensland picked the likes of John Doyle, John Buttergig, Adam Mogg, Dallas Johnson, Reuben Cotter today, players that wouldn't have got a look-in if they are eligible for New South Wales. Well, I mean, even...
4: <laughs> no, nah, I won't. Even Greg Inglis didn't get a look in in New South Wales, did he? Mm. I mean, the Maxville flyer. He had
3: to, he had to swap allegiances, didn't he? That's right. Now, hey, actually, Fitz says Cody Walker played against a hungover Queensland. Take your South Sydney biased hat off, Woogie. You, I'm dribbler. not taking.
4: I'm not saying Walker. Listen, why are you going to hang out with your mate Rat and just you know? Oh, Pong is the greatest. He'll be 13 jerseys. Anyway, um, uh, there's a good text here from Rooster Mars, and I missed it. It was Rooster Mars' birthday the other day. It was. 57. Happy birthday, Rooster Mars. Mm. I mean, I, I, I'm dying to know what he looks like. We think it's Monty Burns from The Simpsons. But you say we? that. I don't. I think he looks more like a... a ce- give me a celebrity that he would look like.
3: Uh, I reckon Rooster Mars would look like the guy off... Yeah, Kevin James used to be off. Um,
4: oh, yeah. Oh, his so? miso
3: was hot. Yeah, King of Queens. <laughs> King of Queens. She was hot. That's later on, she got a. King of Queens. I reckon that's, that's my image of Rooster Muzz. Do, do you, later on, his no, miso, she, she had plastic surgery. Do you know we're on air, don't you? Are you we on air? creepy all the time. Queensland but, played
4: Thurston at six. Exactly right. Yeah, but, okay, so Moses is now of the Thurston ilk, is he? This is, I don't, Fitzy, I don't need Queenslanders butting in on New South Wales' election Mm. in Madge We Trust. Woogie Worm, it's the greatest ever caller. Frank Hyde's birthday today. It is. He would have been 108, and if he was still with us, he famously released Danny Boy on single in 1973. The B-side was a song called Try Little Kindness. I can't find Frank's version, but can you please play Glen Campbell's a crackingly good version of Try Little Kindness. No. In honor of the great rugby league event. In better.
3: Passed away in 2007. Early 90s, I think, Frank. What are, one 2SM of the, in Sydney. Yeah. We were on tonight. Absolute gentleman yeah. of not only rugby league, but just of Australian media.
4: Mate, I remember running around the backyard, kicking the ball and
3: mm.
4: yeah, you know, throwing it around. And, and Frank Hyde on the radio on the weekends on 2SM. Um, I've got I've got some audio here. This was uh, Frank Hyde doing his thing. She
6: moves into it, and there it goes. It's high enough. It's long enough. It's a beauty. It's straight between the
5: posts. <laughs> Go ahead
6: and he's tackled by uh, by cock, and there's the halftime siren. But the clock up on the uh, the clock goes another two minutes. But however, I'll have my own, uh, I'll be my own timekeeper for the second half. So it's uh, credible if that goes. You know that spiders get in that clock up there, spiders and uh, and ants and <laughs> snakes and all that sort of thing. Might be an eel up there today. But anyhow, the players leave the field. I and
4: love Frank, and you know what? You just sit a little card table on the side on of the sideline. The sideline,
3: side yeah.
6: Never mm. had
4: a million production people around him or anything like It was just beautiful. And I hope that gave you chills. It certainly just gave me chills hearing that. Rightio, who do we want to go to? Mick from Margaret River or Glenn? Mick first. Mick first. That's yep. how oh, we build up to. A little bit of sanity. Okay. Mick, Sometimes. Mick from Margaret River. Go how are hey, you, mate?
0: Good, mate. Woogie, woogie, woogie. You were driving my front bar insane with your New South Wales Endeavour today.
4: Hang on, you're in there WA. A a your
0: mor- yeah, mate, but we're all Queensland supporters over here. Mm.
4: There's
0: a lot of expats that they love sats.
4: Mm. Now, listen. I've just been told to call in. <laughs> yeah, but do they drink 4X over
3: there? I more hated than Paul Gallant. Yeah, hey, Mick, can oh, you tell me who, who's your who's your loosest regular in the front bar?
0: Oh, me when I'm on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, loosest There's probably three. Um, yeah, he's, his name's a Glenn as well. He, he's, uh, he's outrageous. <laughs> it must
4: be the name. We're going to, Sats and I, oh, we were going to buy a pub last Thursday if we had a one Powerball. We didn't
3: win. So. We didn't
4: win, but we were going to put Glenn in charge of you. Yep. So that didn't work out.
3: <laughs> that didn't
4: work out. He'd be the liquor bar right, manager, no. Which. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, mate, thanks for ringing. He'd be locked in the barn. Mm. All right, listen, thanks for ringing up to uh, uh, have a crack. I appreciate it. See mate. There he goes, Mick, one of our regulars from Mo River. Oh, I love it. He's our number one Western Australian listener. I think he's uh, our only Western Australian <laughs> listener. Well, you didn't have to say that. Mm. He's our one of our Newcastle regulars. Glenn, I hear you were terrible last night.
0: Absolutely on fire again, Justin. Welcome back, mate. Oh, hey, that's sad, not what I rat, hear. I know you're listening. And Daddy Vass.
3: Hey, Glenn, so you were given a project uh, from Daddy Vass. I Vas. was
0: given a project. How's it looking? And I've got it. I've got a source for you, mate.
3: Okay, let's go. When
0: it was actually suggested last night mm-hmm. that I start a "What's Happening in Newcastle" ratings-bursting segment, yep. the first question I was asked by your listener and my hundreds of thousands of followers was, "How much is your salary increase for your new segment, Glenn?" This, no, my first sports update concerns the Knights NRLW side, okay, who are losing Player of the Year Tamika Upton. What? As well as other current... So all- I can't
4: businesses. cut him off when he talks
0: to will, so They'll so. so be playing in the Q Cup comp Hang for the Central Queensland Caps. Hang on a se- Don't worry, Newcastle. They will be back for the start of the oh, season. Good. <laughs> and finally... Don't interrupt the script. Mm-hmm. What's happening to the other big dog was the other question I was asked. And happily I can report... But the other big dog is still saying goodnight to NBN viewers at
3: 7.30pm as he goes to bed. That's creepy. The big I'm dog's doing, still going. Goodnight, guys. Warm a- tomorrow. Boom. Um, that, see, that's awesome. I, do, I didn't even listen. That was outstanding.
4: Well done, Glenn. Are you not concerned that a, a dog, I know. a large dog is tucking kids into bed? Yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. And the other channel has a possum. Mm.
3: Yeah, I So I the like possum
4: it. crawls out of the roof. So where are the parents? When this dog and there's is a in random your... lady there as well, yeah. with a 1980s haircut. I don't like it. Now, for those outside of Sydney and Brisbane and New Zealand, you'll know that regional TV they have a dog, a giant dog with some random chick
3: mm.
4: with an 80s who, perm who doesn't live in the house. Who doesn't live in the house yep. tucking your children in? Yeah, right. And then on the other network, Prime. I've
3: a blue card. How's the big dog's got a blue card.
4: <laughs> a prime Possum, mm. who's possibly crawled out of the roof. Mm. and is tucking your child in yep. with another random person. Yeah, creepy. It's not good.
3: Now, Paulo on the text line says, uh, in relation to Rooster Muzz, because we're trying to paint an image of what Rooster Muzz looks like. I think Kevin James from uh, King of Queens, I, a I, comedy show. I think. You think Monty Burns? Monty Burns. Paulo says from Peakers, love the show, guys. Thank you very much. Rooster Muzz, Newman from Seinfeld. <laughs> it could be right could be right.
4: Keep your suggestions uh, coming through. Um, 0457 736 736. Which celebrity or character does Rooster Muntz, uh, Rooster, M- Rooster Muzz look like? Text here from New Zealand. Name the Aussie left arm who's taken the most wickets for a left arm in a single test at the SCG. I'm going to
3: say Bruce Reed. I'm no, going to say Mitch Johnson. No, nah, I'm going to say Alan Border. Oh, he took a seven for it, didn't he? Was that the SCG?
4: I think it was. Yeah. I think this came up in the coverage.
3: 009. Okay. Let we're us... going to Google that. Yeah. Oh, no. Just let us know. double three.
4: Thank you. Yeah. 00833 or 0457 736
3: 736. More text, mate. What else we got? Uh, we've got plenty here. Uh, Woogie and Worm, considering he's now a big-time mover and shaker at the Broncos. This is Daddy Vass. We're obviously all beneath him. So I'm starting a bring-back Jack campaign and petition. Can I count as you pair of signatories?
4: No. I'm very happy with Daddy Bass.
3: Mm.
4: I mean, he's he's only a, what is it? A digital member. Mm. So I still haven't got my pack from South, by the way. You know what it is? Apparently I had to go online Mm. and select what I wanted.
3: Oh. So you just get the default things.
4: No, I've got nothing.
3: Oh, no, Good. but if you haven't picked them. No, you don't get
4: you don't you don't get your stuff sent until you pick until no. you pick something. You, back,
3: you haven't gone back and picked yet? No, I haven't had time yet. Okay. I only found out that today. Hey Sats and Jason, the player that needs to step up in twenty four is the storm's Cam Munster, his form in twenty three was only average. Yeah, Gav after Origin, I've got to admit, and he he's admitted that it was that it was poor, that he didn't handle the the post origin that well. Um you can actually tell players after origin some players, their body image, you can tell that they're, whether they're, um, they're sort of on the, on the downward slide because of a lot of footy, a lot of really rigorous rugby league, maybe not as training as much because they're trying to let their body recover, which sometimes means you don't keep your diet and nutrition the same as well. Um, So, and Cam Munster has admitted, he's admitted he didn't, he didn't take control after Origin last year. He needs to be a lot better, so yeah, sporty gab. even I'm, Cam Munster thinks that.
4: I'm with Steve. Glenn has never put two bad performances in a row till now. He was set up for failure. I'm not happy. Heads will roll over this. So I didn't like that segment either. I, I, loved I it. I like it when he's off a bit.
3: I loved it. No, I don't Well, Steve was concerned earlier on because he said, yeah you know, legends, icons they usually don't handle pressure that well, but I thought I thought he rose above. Yeah, but Glenn legends and
4: icons don't get told what they should be doing. Do you think Cam Smith, when he was playing rugby league, do you think he was told what he needs to do every day when he turns up to training and play? No, he just knew what to do. And he led from the front. And I expect that from talent like Glenn. And I think the plan you've come up with is is Shizen.
3: I I like it. I like like it. Uh, Boomgate says New South Wales. Oh, where'd that go? New South Wales uh, need a better forward pack. What?
4: mm well, let's go through the four. But we're talking about this in the break. So you've got Payne a better, Haas. A better front
3: row. The backs can play off the back of. Are you, what, Payne Haas is not a great front rower? He's great. I mean, the argument is that he hasn't dominated oh. Origin. I I disagree. I think he's been really good at Origin. It's, it's He's done the job. I think he's been really good. So you got, you've got Bolo. You've got Jake Treboi, defensively is what you so need in you Origin. So you and I were
4: talking about this in the break. Should, should Jake start or should Junior, I'd s- junior I'd
3: Bolo? Sta- I'd start Jake and Payne. And with Jake purely for a defensive purposes through the yep. middle of the field, like he just yep. cuts people in half and slows, slows momentum down. So I'd bring, m- I'd bring Bolo and off the bench.
4: Okay, so, and we just got to decide the nine, whether it's Brayley, whether it's Appy, or whether it's
3: Cook. Well, as Daniel's saying, there's so many choices. There's so many choices for New South Wales, and sometimes it gets in the way. Why is everyone even on pain ass all of a sudden?
4: I don't know. Like, seriously. He'd be the first person picked for New South Wales. Mm.
3: Well, Cleary. Crime Scene says uh, Mos- Mitchell Moses runs across. Oh no, Mitchell runs across field too much. Some might say that he has a problem with his lateral movements. Right. On. I recommend. I recommend All brand.
4: Okay. Can I?
3: That's. <laughs> that's not the last laugh.
4: Can I get on? Can I get on to some Taylor Swift news? Because We need to talk about it. If I'm satisfied. If satisfied broke up with Taylor, mm-hmm. the song would be. From her, you broke my heart. Now, I'm going to break your... What? Mick from... Mick, that's not really nice. Taylor Swift. It's 2024. A woman having a lot of partners is not a bad thing. Better to shop around and find the right one than settle for less. Shop around. I'd rather my daughter learn that, that she'll be shamed for dating too many men. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Now... um, One more, one more. mm -hmm. If Taylor Swift breaks up with Travis... Tell her I'll take her on a hot date to Albion Park Dogs. How good. All up into a happy meal at Macca's. Regard, Mate, you don't need ha- from Aspen. No, you've got already- you don't
3: need the happy meal. The you- best steak. One of the best steaks yeah. in Brisbane yeah. at Albion Park. Hey. Um, you've got her at Greyhounds, mate. 009. Alan Border, 12 wickets over two innings in a test at 1989. Congratulations. What do I win? Oh, you'll just rave about it. You'll just give yourself a pat on the back for a long time. I knew, um, Cam says, I know it's worse than a New South Wales supporter. A New South Wales supporter who also goes for the Rabbits. Why know. is there a lot of hate for, for the Rabbits? Why is there a lot of hate for me? What have I done wrong? Well, you, you're you a little bit like Latrell. You love to put the black <laughs> cape on and play <laughs> play the villain.
4: Hey, some good news around today, and I think we'll, everyone listening to the show will – We'll love this. Um, Storm boss Frank uh, Panisi today has confirmed that Ryan Pappenhausen will feature in the trials. He's tracking really well, and we expect him to play against the Bulldogs. You know what I want for 2024? Mm -hmm. Apart from a a Blues 3-0 win in Origin, I want to see Ryan Pappenhausen get through this season unscathed. That's what I'd love to see, and I think every footy fan would like.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
4: So good luck to – to Ryan, I mean, he we spoke about it. this
3: last week. I don't, we don't anticipate he'll play a lot of minutes in in the trials, but he'll he might play 20 minutes mm. and then probably just slowly increase that. And then maybe round one, he might still come off the bench. Yeah. yeah,
4: maybe. Hey, Rita, we've got a female listener uh, listening tonight. Everyone behave themselves. Now, what do you what do you call her? Rita, the man eater, yep. or was it the meat eater?
3: No, the man, no, eater. The man eater, I yeah. can't
4: remember <laughs> which one it was. <laughs> Now, we call my Misso the me- Anita the meat eater. Yeah. Because she loves her meat.
3: But it's Rita the, ma- the man eater. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think she gave herself that. She was happy yeah, with that name. Yeah.
4: Sorry, Rita, from New Zealand. Rooster yep. Muzz looks like Mr. Oh, I don't even know that name. Mr. Crisalti or Creosote or something from Monty Python. Who's that? Is that that really big guy who's sitting at the table and exploded? Oh, meaning of life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Rita, who is it? I, and I've, I've no doubt probably got it wrong, but if you can let me know, or someone let me know, uh, please let me know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I don't know about Rooster Muzz, but I can tell you that that Pedro the rooster looks a lot like Danny Larue. He admits to working in
3: fashion. Rooster Muzz also looks like the creep out of scary movie with the little hand. <laughs> what? I <laughs> don't even. know. What that that? Is. Honestly, we got some. We did say got uh, some. Uh, Weirdos that listen to our show.
4: Got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to get into what?
3: More of your texts as well. Michael from the Gold Coast said, best segment of the night. Glenn from Newcastle, you should look up to him, Woogie. Great show. Who said that? Michael from the Gold Coast. Michael from the Gold Coast.
4: All right, let me just find. You are. Great Break time. This is Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia
2: EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Can I
3: say... What? Can I say, you're blown up about Glenn's segment. I've got to say it's the best segment he's ever had because he actually gave us some news which made us sit up. Well, I did. He said, to me, Tamika Upton, she's gone from the Knights. What? What are you talking about? Then he said, but don't worry, she's just going to play for the Central Capras, where she's from, Rocky, before before she goes back to play the NRLW. I thought...
4: And you're saying that's his good gear? No. His good gear is when he is off the Richter scale well every second thursday no i'm not talking best. about no i'm not talking about boost oh, i'm okay. just talking about when he talks no sense hey by the way yeah and he'd know this tv shows my missus and the family uh, are hooked on deal no deal that's yeah. on, back on but you know what I, like I think it. it's a povo version because i think the top prize is only i well, don't think
3: you hun- can say that but
4: anyway <laughs> but, no 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 because no, i think the prize used to be 200 grand or a yep. quarter of it's now 100000 That's the top amount you can win. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I don't like it. Why don't you? I don't know. It's it's, it's it's a pretty easy concept. you just got to pick a suitcase and hope you've got the top dollar, right? Yeah, but I
5: mean,
3: yeah. But You're just sitting there just looking at all these briefcases. Okay, going, well, on, what's yeah. worse, there's that other
4: TV show where you're watching coins. Oh, like. that's <laughs> that's terrible. What's that's what, going that's on? That's what
3: Glenn talks about all the time, oh, that tipping show. tipping pole. Now, oh. uh, Rooster Muzz is... I've got to say, it's probably one of the best techs that we've ever had in the history of sports. I've been doing this 11 years. I've got to say, this is top three. Okay. Woogie and Worm, I wish Big Dog would tuck Glenn in a bed then hold the pillow over his face. What? We can't. I told you not to you read that out. can't violence. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Time for Watts. Mm-hmm. Uh, get him
4: into us. 0457 736 736. you got one to kick us off. PVL
3: needs to take Glenn to Las Vegas and get the ticket sales up. What? Simon, that's a good what. I like that. My um, another one is Stefano Yutoikamanu. It's been reported that he has a clause in his contract that if the West Tigers don't make the finals this year, he has a, an escape clause. What? He's one of the most... Well, he's gone. He's one of the most promising front rails in the game. Now, he has said, "No, you know what? I love this club. I'm going to stay here. And, of course, you want to be in that mindset because you want to be one of the reasons why the Tigers go better this year. But... That's got if that is true, you've got to be nervous as the Tigers potentially losing a very exciting young front rower. If if that of course if they don't make make finals.
4: But you 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 think Benji might be able to, um, with the way he coaches and treats his talents and I stuff. I don't
3: think they'll make the finals.
4: They won't make the finals. But I
3: think Benji has the ability to draw more out of individuals. So if you look at their team on paper you go, oh, it's okay, maybe it's a six and a half, seven out of ten. I think Benji, and I've said this numerous numerous times, he, he he reads the room really well. Benji, he's very good with people. I think he'll be able to draw and motivate players and get a fair bit out of them.
4: Yeah, I, you and I had a discussion about this today. Yeah. I'm not so sure. I, yep. I, but this coaching's apparently a hard caper, mate. Very
5: good. And ones. and
4: without doubt, Benji will be good, but I don't think he'll get that done in year one. And I just don't think he has the best team on paper. Are You looking at what I'm looking at from from. Nine seven zero,
3: Moose Knuckle. <laughs> says, I think Rooster Muzz looks like Predator and not the movie. <laughs> I mean, Glenn. Come on, guys. We're getting a little bit nasty. See, this is what you do. <laughs> what? Me? You incite the hate and violence. I do. Not, I haven't mentioned Dave Warner once. <laughs> Bald <laughs> or, Badger says... I
4: re- says, I reckon Rooster Muzz looks like Jabba the Hutt and keeps a bear nah. on a leash. No. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Ball Badger,
3: that's that's woogie. That no, is not.
4: Hey, I've got a what for you. Erebus motorsports CEO Barry Ryan has spoken for the first time after Brody Kostecki wanting out of the team. He's come out and says it's business as usual. What? We know the
3: truth. How,
4: What's how, the truth? Now, wait, is there
3: something about a toxic environment within the organization or But
4: doesn't a fish rot at the head? And I'm not suggesting that. But that's Barry what I'm saying. Ryan, if yeah. the CEO is saying that, he's either oblivious to it. Or doesn't think there's this contributing
3: issue. to it. So the, the,
4: the number one driver in the country wants out. Wants out. Is not going to race round one, and it's
3: business as usual. Well, I saw some of his comments. You know, I hope he's able to get a, a drive, and we think it seems as though it's there's something obviously that that they don't want in the in the light of day. And uh, for all to for all to read, for all to see. So, what's that mean? Well, what I'm saying is, I think Barry Ryan is saying, just reading between the lines, is everything hasn't worked out for whatever reason. We hope he moves on and and gets a great you know gets a great drive and whatever it may be. And he still stays involved for the first round. To me, it's like he's trying to balance the ledger. He's just trying to hope that no one digs too deep. Mm. So he's he's looking out for the best interest of the driver. If, I mean, if, if someone had left your team, you the say, yeah, going, you know what? Good riddance. See you later.
4: Not if they've got a contract. i will be fighting like tooth and nail to make sure he stays. Mm. He's the number one driver in the game. Yeah. You know? Great opportunity again this year. No Shane Van Gisbergen. It's a wonderful oh, that's opportunity. That's really a no. isn't he? Yeah. Um, Dean says, could Rooster Muzz look like the bald one with the hair above his ears only from the Three
3: Stooges? Um, now, Mark says I'm definitely a blues man, but the Blues team is better on paper is a myth. Look at Queensland; he's got uh, Reese Walsh, Munster, DCE, Grant Carrigan, Cotter, Collins, Tino, Holmes, Tuilangi, the Hammer, mm. Ponga. Yeah, you're right, Mark. It's pretty good on paper. Oh, I've never, I've actually never bought into that as well. Over the years. Even back in the 80s, it was uh, – New South Wales have a better team on paper, but, yeah, they had Wally Lewis, one of the best play, players ever to play. They had Gene Miles, um, yeah, Bobby Lindner, Alfred yeah, yeah, Gary Belcher. Yeah,
4: yeah. 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 Hey, he's a good text.
3: Oh, you uh, saw a badge on Saturday night, didn't you?
4: I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was good to catch up with him.
3: Mm, loving right. retirement.
4: Yeah. Um, unfortunately, Carleen isn't. mm I think she's taking an extra five shifts a week (laughs) to get out of the house. Hey, Dale from Brisbane. How about this one, lads? Great show. I remember as a young lad going to Henson Park to watch my Jets play back when they were the blue bags. Frank Hyde was down on the sidelines commentating as always. I was too young to remember the opposition, but at full time, and after we took out the black and white corner post, we harassed Frank just to get on radio. I remember him calling us all animals. Not too much has changed in 55 years. We all love the game, but that's my fond memory of Frank Hyde. Yeah, yeah. nice one, mate. That's he was the greatest, Frank Hyde. He was just that was that was my
3: childhood. Sats. it would have been yours as well. Yeah, he's just a beautiful man. Just a beautiful man. Uh, didn't try and overcomplicate the game when he called it. He just he just called what he saw in front of him. He didn't have a lot of comments about individual players. You know, we we hear a lot of commentators now. Not just call the game. They try and have their comments around the game, the individual yeah. players, give their opinions about what's right or wrong. That's not their job. Their job is to call what's in front of them. Let the colour commentators, let the, yep. the ex-players yep. have the comments about the players themselves. Why they want But he to s- didn't have that, though. It was just him. He just called the game, what was yep. going on in front of him. Yep. He painted a really good picture.
4: He's one of the reasons I got into radio. Mm. So if you want to blame him, listen, <laughs> He would have been 108 today off Frankie Hyde. 108? Hey, before we go to a break, Xavier's been on the text. Here is one. This is probably a topic for tomorrow. We're running Mm -hmm. out of time. Who do you reckon makes the GF this year? Early predictions. You know who mine are. I think it's Panthers-Warriors.
3: I think Panthers are still a long way ahead of a lot of the clubs.
4: Who's the other one then? I'm
3: going to say Penrith and the Roosters.
4: You like them, don't you? Which upsets me.
3: I mean, if they don't have any injuries, and Daniel Tupo not being mentioned in potential predicted sides means that they've got really good depth. Um, but if, if Sam Walker coming back into form at the back end of last year, I.
4: But yeah. if no if no team has injuries, then I'd say Broncos. Mm. You know what I mean. But there's a big question mark whether they're, well, their skipper y- can last the season. Well, you got
3: guys like Dean Mariner who's just got to play more rugby league. Mm. And he's replacing a guy who's played a lot of rugby league in Herbie. So Dean Mariner's going to take some time to get used to playing week in, week out. Fletcher Baker's, even though he's been playing with the Roosters, he's got a little bit of time to sort of get used to being a potential starting front rower at a strong club. So they've still got some players that have got to play a fair bit of rugby league. Yeah, right. Mm. All right, uh, break
4: time. This is Sports Day. Thanks for your text, Xavier. 0457 736 736. When we come back, we'll catch up with Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing, New South Wales.
2: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9,
4: a groundbreaking all-electric large
2: SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. World Gym Australia, trained for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends.
4: This is Sports Day. This bloke, uh, thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing, Simon Orchard makes, you know what, he makes Greyhound Racing sexy. Chances are you're about to lose, doesn't he, Sats? He he dumbs it down for us. We get it.
3: And also former Olympian. Yeah, of course. The, the women's women's hockey, they well, they won 3-0 no, overnight. Wasn't, no, is he that, wasn't in no, the women's no, hockey. I know he didn't no. win the women's, but he would have been looking at the results. Was <laughs> it 3-0 <three laughs> they won overnight? Simon, is that right? How's this for an intro?
6: Yeah, spot on. 3-0. I love the uh, cross-sport pollination here. Yeah. Hockey, greyhounds, footy, we can do everything. Yeah, you're right. Hockey Roos uh, got their first scalp in the Pro League overnight. I think they're on again either tonight or tomorrow. And. That's going to kick off in the next few months, boys. So if you're a hockey fan, stay tuned. Kookaburra's N Hockey Roo is set to hit the pitch in the beautiful city of Bhubaneswar in India. i tell you what, if you've uh, never been there, put it on your bucket list as somewhere to visit because it is sensational, boys. Sounds
4: sexy, doesn't it? It really does.
6: <laughs> I, um, listen, <laughs> the gonna... Boob, it's I've
4: got to ask you a question, and I, I reckon I might nail this. I, I think I could. There's a new race kicking off tomorrow. It's called the Richmond. <laughs> is it? At Richmond? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Funnily enough, it's not at Richmond. There oh, what? Get
3: out. What? You've done, Stop you've it. what?
6: yourself it. What? Well, here you go. This is right up your listeners' alley. Uh, I don't know if you call in or text in, but if you know where the Richmond might be, the hint that I'm going to give you, uh, body of water, fellas, the Richmond... Uh, we're live, so we've probably got to answer this question myself. We're not going to have time for people to get in. But the Richmond and the Clarence, two new races that are in the northern rivers of New South Wales. And, of course, famous rivers, boys, that flow through Grafton. Casino and Grafton. Gotcha. So
3: okay. the
6: Richmond uh, is a Casino. The Clarence is at Grafton. They're going to be held over the next couple of weeks. And they're all leading towards a race called the Country Classic, which is in Dubbo, uh, around mid-March. So basically the Richmond, over 620 metres, it's worth 25 grand. The heats are tomorrow up there at Casino. And then the Clarence, that'll be held in a couple of weeks, also worth 25K. And uh, the top four dogs from the Clarence will go through to the Country Classic semi-final. So it's all about promoting middle distance racing, which is about 600 metres, wherever you might go, uh, for dogs, especially in the northern part of the state, of course, we know the floods ripped through there, what, a couple of years ago. Now yeah. we've lost a great track at Liz Moore. We've tried to get some more feature races on the program up there. And what we're hoping, boys, is that we'll drag a bunch of the good Queensland dogs over the middle distance down into our state for this country classic race, which is an absolute humdinger. Uh, it's In its third year of running, it's going to be worth 125K to the winner. So it's all steered towards Dubbo in about a month's time, but it kicks off with the Richmond tomorrow. If you want to have a play, race 7 and 8 on the card at Casino. Race 7, number 7, Nangar Lucy. She's just an iron dog. She's been travelling, boys. She's been Brisbane to Gosford. Brisbane to Gosford about four times in the last month or so, but she's a real uh, quality chaser. She's a Group 1 winner, a Group 2 winner in 2023. So race 7, number 7. And if you want to have a play... In the second heat, race eight number three, scintillate for a great Queenslander in Queenslander in Tommy Savellas. Uh, this dog's got plenty of ability as well. So there you go, the Richmond. Not at Richmond, funnily mm. enough, at Casino tomorrow. Good right. stuff.
3: Now the heat's at Bull Eye. I think well they're on oh, there on Sunday, aren't they? Who can we follow?
6: Yeah, Bull Eye Gold Cup. Uh this is a rip up, boys, and this isn't taking anything away from the Richmond. The Bull Eye Gold Cup worth forty k. The next line of our features, there's some absolute stars going around in this Heat series, fellas. Uh, zipping Megatron, I reckon one of the best known Greyhounds going around at the moment. He burst onto the scene last year. He went twenty nine four two. He went twenty nine four four in his second and third run. That is absolutely airborne. I cannot get over uh, how good his performances were through that Million Dollar Chase main series. He returns from injury boys, so he's going to be one of the headliners. History's Coming is a dog that won the national derby just uh, just under a month ago. He loves eyes got a wonderful record at the track. Uh, I think he's three from three at Eye as well, so you can get around a dog by the name of History's Coming. You can follow dogs uh, like Good Odds Cobber, who won the Gosford Cup earlier this year, or even Overflow Bow, who's one of the rising stars in, uh, in our sport as well. And then in the third and final heat, we've got a dog by the name of Zipping Remus jumping from box one, Zipping Novak from box two. So honestly, all the stars, boys, are lining up it's like Super Bowl week out of Bulleye. Hmm. All the best dogs are going to this race. Uh, they're going to qualify, hopefully, for the final, which will be run... Uh, and just under just over two weeks' time, worth forty k to the winner. So plenty of good greyhound meat out there on the sh- display at Bulla.
4: Rodio, thedogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. Chances are you're about to lose. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. So I'm able to chat to you next week, mate. Good on you, fellas. We're back.
2: Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day.
5: Hello?
4: That'll be Wayne at a disco. Wayne on Wayne? This is one of the... What is this?
3: I think that's one of Daddy Bass.
4: Is this a song? Oh, is that? Oh, I don't know. Gorillas or something? Gorillas, yeah. Mm. What a stupid name for a band. Anyway, welcome back to the show. This is Sports Day. Just a couple of old blokes uh, abusing, yelling at the clouds over kids' music nowadays. Hey, listen, we're talking about Frankie Hyde. If it was his birthday today, he would have been 108. Uh, Frank Hyde, the Moose, 1 Casey. Call the game in heaven. What a call. Rabbit burrow from tomorrow. Yeah, you're yeah. right, mate.
3: Yeah. You're right. My, uh, Ron Casey was the one that had a go at, um, oh, was it Normie Rowe? Yeah, On the midday show? Yeah. Yeah, got up and hit him on the chin, didn't he?
4: Yeah. That yeah. was our version of Jerry Springer that day, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah,
3: exactly. Uh, hey, guys, my favourite rugby league commentator talking about Frank Hyde was Warren Bowl and 3 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon yeah. was always on the ABC TV. That was great, the Saturday afternoon game, wasn't it? Uh, Bowlen, Johnny Peard, of course, Bomber yep. Peard. What a great guy! Still, is Artie Beetson was outstanding. He, Artie Beetson's eye for the game was outstanding. I don't remember Artie Yeah, doing sometimes it. Artie he found it difficult to get his point across, but when he but when he did, he had this beautiful eye for the game. That's why both yep. he and Jack had such a great relationship. Yep. They saw the game completely different. And Debbie Spillane, Sporty Gab said, yes. Debbie Spillane was the first female to really. Yep.
4: Red edit lady, wasn't she? Yeah, she yeah. was. She,
3: she broke through the barrier yep. when it came to when it came to access for women to, to the players uh, interviewing before and after games.
4: Yeah, golf. Oh, Frankie Hyde and and, and Warren Boland. great job. Um, uh, text here from Matt. No Teddy. This is in Origin. Yeah. Unless absolutely braining it at selection time, Murray to start instead of Yo. Don't start me. The men buns in maths are both wankers. I agree with that, Matt. And can I just add one other thing? And again, I'm not being an old man yelling at clouds and each to their own, but I think every woman that's on Married at First Sight has a tattoo. Mm. Can I just say for the record? Yeah. Not having a tattoo
3: is hot. I've got to say... It's Col- sexy. I say Collins, the guy Collins. He's, he's a bit of an A grade. Aren't they all though? No, they're not. Aren't they? No. I think there's some... I think Timothy and Lucinda are pretty cool.
4: I don't think Tim knows what to do. Yeah. He owns a gin distillery. Oh,
3: how could that be? Yeah. Anyway, what else? Uh, what else? We, oh, here we go. Rooster Muzz. We're trying to figure out what Rooster Mars look like. Yeah. And he's actually texting and says, my nickname at work is Stone Cold, as in Stone what? Cold Steve Austin. Oh, shut up,
4: Rooster Mars. You are not. That's, <laughs> that's a lie. Yeah. Oh, well, he why looked, don't you
3: call yourself Stone Cold then? Yeah, he looks like, yeah exactly. Or Homer Simpson. <laughs> um... Hey, guys, yes. some of the woke Americans say if Trump wins 2024 election, they'll move to Canada.
4: All right. Okay. If Taylor
3: Swift comes to Australia, I'll move to South Korea. Simon. Will well, she, she is coming. Next week, mate. Simon, so book your tickets.
4: And, and South Korea is not really a threat. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: like, oh, we've got Steve from Dubbo going on about Brett, Brett Kenny again. Uh, delete. Yeah. Um, and about the 80s show called Big Dog and Friends and – Miss Kim was from the Romper Room and Possum is Prime Possum, affiliated Channel 7. Mickey this G sounds says, like
4: keys in the bowl, yeah, doesn't it?
3: Yeah, it does a little bit. With all these yep.
4: things in... I remember
3: Frank Hyde calling a game one day and a rotund ball boy was standing in front of him and Frank said, I wish the ball boy would lose some weight and quickly. <laughs> I can't see the game. What? Imagine
4: oh, he... saying that <laughs> nowadays. Thanks for all of your texts uh, tonight and calls. We've loved it. So many texts coming through. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Jared Whateley will join us from Super Bowl yes. Vegas. Uh, we'll yeah. do that tomorrow night. Good night, everyone. See you at eBay. Goodbye.